0: Hi, welcome back to this Old Testament podcast. This will be 2 Samuel chapter 5. Then came all the tribes of Israel to David and to Hebron, and spake, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. Also in in time past, when Saul was king over us, thou wast he that lettest lettest out and broughtest in Israel. And the Lord said to thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king to Hebron, And King David made a league with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty and three years over all Israel and Judah. And the king and his men... Went to Jerusalem unto the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, which spake unto David, saying, Except thou take away the blind and the lame, thou shalt not come in hither, thinking David cannot come in hither. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, the same is the city of David. And David said on that day, Whosoever getteth up to the gutter and smiteth the Jebusites and the lame and the blind that are hated of David's soul, he shall be chief and captain. Wherefore, they said, the blind and the lame shall not come into the house. So David went in the fort and called in the city of David, and David built round about from Milo and inward. Hebrew root word suggests a fill, terrace, or elevation as part of the defense bastion. Verse 10, and David went on and grew great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. The origin of the city of Jerusalem is lost in antiquity. The first biblical reference to the city may be in Genesis, which states that Melchizedek, king of Salem, or Jerusalem, and priest of the Most High God, met Abraham returning from his battle with the kings and blessed him. He was the one to whom Abraham paid a tithe of all he possessed. When Joshua crossed the Jordan, the Jebusites, a Canaanite tribe, possessed the city. This people held Jerusalem until David captured it about a thousand BC. Although Israel may have temporarily conquered the city soon after their invasion in the land of the land of Canaan, David wisely chose this city as his capital, for Jerusalem was a city between the northern and southern tribes of Israel, but it belonged to neither of them because it was still held by the Canaanite Jebusites. The manner of conquering the city has been much discussed because of the problematical word rendered gutter. The word most likely designates a channel or a shaft, as it is similarly used in Mishnaic Hebrew. The shaft running up perpendicularly from a water conduit cut into the rock 50 feet west from Gihon, discovered by Sir C. Warren in 1867, would have given people inside the city walls access to water in time of siege and would have been made a a possible avenue for invaders to enter and open the gates of the city from within. Joab is said to have accomplished that initial entry The sarcasm of the Jebusites saying David would have to overcome the blind and the lame as as if such would have been sufficient to defend the city was returned to them by David who thereafter seethingly referred to all the Jebusite defenders as the blind and the lame. Oh, that explains it. So the blind, he wasn't being mean to the blind and the lame. He, they were saying that the blind and the lame would all that would be sufficient to defend themselves. And so he was being sarcastic when he said, kill all the blind and the lame. Ha <laughs> ha, I get it now. Okay, verse 11, and Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David and cedar trees and carpenters and masons, and they built David a house. And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. About midway between present-day Beirut and Haifa in Israel was the port city of Tyre, one of the ancient and most important cities of the Phoenicians. The name Hiram appears to have been the family name for a king or series of kings of Tyre who were contemporaries of David and Solomon. Best known of these Hirams is he who sent masons, carpenters, and cedars from Lebanon to build David's palace in Jerusalem. Later, Solomon was greatly... Assisted in the building of the temple in Jerusalem by the by this same Hiram or another of the same name. Verse thirteen. And David took him up more concubines and wives out of Jerusalem after he was come from Hebron, and there were yet sons and daughters born to David. Now, just as a side note, for uh, having many wives and concubines, remember that uh, the Savior's lineage had to come through David. And how precarious it was for people's lives back then—that if one, if a kingdom shifted, that people would be would be killed. So David has a few, uh, lots of children here, so that to make sure that uh, the lineage of Jesus would be intact, so that there will still be someone left uh, through the lineage of David, through G, down to Jesus. And these be the names of those that were born unto him in Jerusalem: Shemuah and Shobab and Nathan and Solomon. Ibhar, also, Elishua, and Nepheg, and, and Japhia, and Elishama and Elida, and Elephalat. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David, and David heard of it and went down to the hold or stronghold. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Raphaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. And David came to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there, and said, The Lord hath broken forth upon mine enemies before me, as the breach, or bursting forth of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And there they left their images, and David and his men burned them, or carried them away. And the Philistines came up, up yet again, and spread themselves in the valley of Raphaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Geba until thou come to Gazir. President Benson said, Men and women who turn their lives over to God will discover that he can make a lot more out of their lives than than they can. He will deepen their joys, expand their vision, quicken their minds, strengthen their muscles, lift their spirits, multiply their blessings, increase their opportunities, comfort their souls, raise up friends, and pour out peace. Whoever will lose his life in the service of God will find eternal life. So that's the end of chapter chapter five. We'll see you next time. Bye.